Welcome to the Hunter's Hub Hunt More podcast. This podcast is built to get you hunting more. We talk with the greatest hunters around the world, known and unknown. We tell stories, give tips, share opinions, and talk all things hunting. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Hunter's Hub Hunt More podcast. Today, we have a, a special guest that we've been trying to get on for some time now, and finally, Stars Line, and we got him on. We have Robbie Kroger of Blood Origins on, and uh, how's it going, Robbie? Oh, very well, man. Better than I deserve, Mackenzie. Thank you for asking. Perfect. So, we got a list of questions here that I kind of, you know, mapped out and sent to you and made sure it looked good. So, let's just start out. What's up? Um, because, I mean, a lot of people... Like, even though you have 50, is it 54,000 followers? Is that what you have right now? <laughs> no. Well, like 52.9, but I okay. don't care. Like, okay. followers to us. It, it, all that followers mean to us means that we have the opportunity to put hunting-related content yeah. into more people's eyeballs, visions, brains, so that they can then disseminate that information into their not into their communities that are filled with non-hunters gotcha okay so even though you have fifty-two thousand, a lot of people might not know you know you your backstory so let's start with your backstory and then we'll kind of jump into the questions i have about blood origin as well yeah absolutely um my backstory is uh you know it, <laughs> i i used to call myself a, a in, in South African terms, a uh, a pavement special, okay. a sidewalk special, uh, because <laughs> of like where I came from in my, you know, I was born in Brazil, moved to South Africa when I was three, raised in South Africa. My grandfather is Russian. He was born in uh, Siberia in the 1910s, 1912, I think. Uh, hunted, the as he says to me, the first hunting paradise that this world had to offer, which was China, Tibet, oh, yeah. Siberia kind of deal in the thirties, twenties and thirties kind of thing. That's what he was raised on. Um, and then like, I don't even know. I don't, I've never heard anybody. Maybe you have, cause you've hunted a lot. I'm, I may ask this, this question of Corey and Alton. If anyone <laughs> he that you know of has hunted, um, white eared pheasants in Tibet. Yeah, I don't know if I even know anyone personally that's done that. So that's what he did in like the 30s, right? And then <laughs> he moved his whole family to Africa in 54 and then hunted the heyday of Africa in 50s, 60s, and 70s. Oh, yeah. Um, the glory. Married a German. Yeah, the glory days, man. Um, married a German. And that was sort of the German side of my family. And that's my dad. And that's why I've got the surname Kroger. It's okay. actually got an umlaut on the O. I never used the umlaut because it just confuses people here in the States. Um, <laughs> so we just we just go by Kroger, like the supermarket. Yeah. Um, and then my mom's Australian. Wow. And so it's, uh, you know, essentially a sidewalk special in terms of who I am. And um, like never 57. was... Say that again? You're like a Heinz 57, a mixture of everything. Exactly. Exactly right. Um Raised in South Africa, raised in Johannesburg, eight and a half million people in Johannesburg, almost like being raised in LA or New York. Didn't have friends that hunted, even though I had this incredibly rich hunting history behind who I am. 
I never got the opportunity to really hunt. And when I say really, is that I went on two pigeon hunts with my dad and my grandfather that weren't really technically pigeon hunts. They were just like you sat in the sunflower field and shot things that came by, pigeons and doves and whatnot. And so I never really was raised a hunter. I never was raised around hunting. We never had, and again, this, this absolutely just befuddles my brain to this day that we, you would have thought that maybe in front of a fire, you know, sitting in the living room, my grandfather would regale us with all these stories, right? He had so yeah. many stories. We got none of it. Like he never, we never got any of that. What? Um, yeah, he, but he was a prolific writer. He wrote all of his stories down, right? So we've, I've got all of his stories. And so when you read his stories and he's got a book out, if anybody can find it, it's pretty rare now. Since I've been on the podcast circuit for three years, it's gotten even rarer. Uh, but my grandfather published a book with Roland Ward uh, Press, with Safari Press, called yeah. My Last Kambaku. My la I'm book. looking it up right now. My Last Kambaku, K-A-M-B-A-K-U. If you can find it, people have been finding it for like 130, 140, 150 bucks. Um, but I've also heard people buying it for like 300 and 400 dollars. I just found one on Amazon for 425. There we go. <laughs> that was about right, eh? Arise before um, Christmas, though. That's it. So there's a thousand copies. There's only a thousand copies out there. That's why it's so. That's why the price is going up. Gotcha. Um, but he was a prolific storyteller, and I think that's sort of, in, sort of the embodies blood origins really a little bit. In that, I came to the states to do a PhD. I got a PhD in wetland ecology and aquatic biogeochemistry. Um. And then uh, I became a professor in the wildlife fisheries department at Mississippi State for six years. I was the chief scientist of the federal entity that got born out of the oil spill for a year. And my day job today is really I'm the chief scientist of a small consulting company on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Um, okay. And then I run Blood Origins as a passion project. Essentially. Okay. Gotcha. And and so Blood Origins is is that is is this idea of as I just gave you my origins, right? My origins are so diverse and those origins have created who I am and how I interact with the world and how I see the world. And your origins are the same way. They just happen to be a little different than me because of where you were raised and how you were raised and the things you were exposed to. Right. Yep. So that's, that was, uh, I guess a long-winded way to give you an idea of, of a little idea of who I am. Um, I live in Mississippi, uh, married. I've got two savages, <laughs> nine and eight right now. Us, true um, savages, then. Yeah, they're 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 a fun age right now. Um, and I call them savages because the things that they just do. And <laughs> anybody listening to this podcast that has kids, you know. You just randomly find like a, a toilet that hasn't been flushed in two days. And you're like, boys, <laughs> like, how did you manage? How did you take a dump and not flush? Yeah, for sure. I have a 36 like, oh, buddy I forgot. Savage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you're good there. Um, what? Uh, so let's dive in. Like, what is Blood Origins? Like, let's like, I know like a lot of people know who you like, what it is or have seen it. But what? is blood origins and like what like what is it just unpackage that for us sure it's a good question because it's very difficult to answer that very succinctly right i can't say blood origins is this 
if yeah. I had to try and create like what uh, uh, what a, what it is statement, it would be that we are well, we are a nonprofit that conveys the truth about hunting. That is simply what we are. Now you could expand that a little bit and say we're a nonprofit that is sort of a messaging branding organization that's interested in promoting um, the real truth around who we are as hunters and what hunting does for wildlife and communities around the world. Gotcha. Okay. So it really just, it's, it's almost this, and we, and we, and we hope that we stay this way. We're very small. We don't plan to get very large. Um, You know, as we get more money in the door, all we're going to do is produce better content, more content and do more conservation projects essentially. Gotcha. Now we don't want to grow it. We don't want to, we don't need to grow a staff of 15 or a staff of 25. Yeah. Cause that's when it becomes not really a non-profit. Well, then, well, but that's, yeah. not our, that's not our mission. Our mission yeah. is, is in the content production game. That's where we live and breathe. And that's yeah. what we're good at. And so we're, we're this, we're very nimble in terms of creating different types of content that fit that very, very broad mission, which is conveying the truth about hunting. So it started when everybody sort of started finding out about Blood Origins, we were telling, and we still tell the heart of the hunter, like the story of the heart of the hunter. And those are our classic episodes where you feel connected to the individuals, a little uncomfortable watching them. It's filmed beautifully. It's interviewed magnificently. And you get this idea of who this person is by watching this six minute video, eight minute video. Yep. From there. And, and really that whole, that line of content is, was purely made for a non hunter to say, well, I don't know a hunter. I've never met a hunter. What are they? Who are they? Well, here's 60, 60 ideas, 60 examples in which you can get to know a hunter. Now, We've, we've sort of morphed that a little bit, not morphed it, we've just sort of expanded that. And now we talk about um, like proving what hunting does for wildlife. So can we create infographics? Can we create proof videos? Can we create um, documentaries that for, for the first time ever, Mackenzie, you see anti-hunting documentaries everywhere. Oh, yeah. Right? You never see a, a pro hunting documentary message. It just doesn't, it doesn't occur. There are a couple of people who do it. I'm not going to say that it doesn't, that would be a lie on my part. There are very few good documentary filmmakers out there doing things in the pro hunting space. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so we just, we want to play in that, we want to play in that sandpit and we want to increase that, 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 uh, that visual representation of who we are as hunters. Um, so yeah, we just, and, and then we get it, then we got into the whole, like, you know, and here's, here's the, the thing that I struggle with the most. Blood Origins was built for you, Mackenzie. It was built for the people listening to this podcast. It wasn't built for Robbie Kroger and to inflate Robbie Kroger's ego. Now, a lot of people listening to this are saying, well, that's impossible because the hunting industry is full of ego oh, and yeah. <laughs> right. But yeah. you know, and I, I don't know how to say it without saying that's untrue. Nah, uh, but I think, want. I think 
I think you've just got to watch our content to see that it's not. Um, so the only time you actually see me ever is now on these talking head videos or these proof videos that, that I talk about what's happening. Yeah. And, 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 and you know, I struggle again because I'm, I'm now a face to Blood Origins. I used to be just a voice, which was pretty cool that I would attend all these shows and know who I am. Yeah. Which was perfect until I started talking. And they're like, oh, you're that Blood Origins guy, right? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you got kind of a voice. You know, I mean, most, I mean, unless you're like, most people are like, uh, like your voice is very distinct. You know what I mean? Unless you go to like South Africa all the time, it's like, you don't know where you're from. You know what I mean? You don't ever get any of these, any of the Southern, like any accent at all from anywhere. And then also you're like, man, who is this guy talking on this video? And then as soon as they pick, pick, like put a face to the sound, you're done for because you stand out because, you know what I mean? I, I don't know if you know Jordan Hassler where like he's got, yeah. Jordan were talking about your, like their voice. It's like, you have like a, it's like a voice for radio. Cause it's just like a voice that you could listen to. You could do audio books. Like, you know, people would listen to you. It's <laughs> like, like this dude's got a voice that anyone will listen to. Cause it's not like a, a boring voice. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. Um, <laughs> I wish I had a voice like yours. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but with these talking heads, I almost had to step out and I had to be the face. And, um, and I think that people wanted to see the face a little bit, not that I wanted to do it. Uh, it it's a very popular piece of our content. It's a, it's a piece of our content that allows us to remain at sort of the, the, the tip of the spear for everyone about issues that are happening around the world. You know, our global fingerprint is, is unbelievable, right? It just, we're just, you know, it's, it's amazing what I, let's just say this, it's amazing what I get tagged into on a daily basis. That's cool. Yeah, and we're not afraid, right? We're not. And here's here's an interesting fact that I just don't know why it is. Maybe it's I don't know. So I have no problems, and we're a, we're a small nonprofit. Yeah, we have fifty two thousand people following us. And so what? It's it's nothing in comparison, like to a humane society, right? That has like one point three million. Yeah. But I have no problems getting onto their page and commenting. Nice. <laughs> I have no problems swinging like way above our weight class. And we do it all the time. And the reason I do it is not to instigate an argument, right? But it's going to happen. Yeah. But rather it's for the 60,000 people that will actually read my comment, not say anything. And the seed will get buried going, mm, that guy sounded, well, one, he didn't sound like a hunter because he didn't call us a bunch of, uh, you know, vegan libertards. Yeah. He was super respectful. Wow. Okay. I never expected that. Uh, number two, what he said sounded pretty close to the truth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It just, that's the thing is like trying to convince, like, you know, it's like when you talk, like, like I get like what people will comment and like, they might be like disrespectful about it. But if you comment back respectfully and that, you know, some information, you're not really like, targeting that person you're targeting all the people that are going to watch see that comment 1000 it, it it helps grow because like you like more people will see your nice comment and look at that guy or gal that commented back or made a rude comment to you and be like well that person doesn't know what they're talking about they're being rude and robbie or whoever's making the comment you know what i mean on anything they'll be like that person's knowledgeable and kind you know they're not being like yeah. 
oh, you know, you're a leaf licker or anything like that. They're just being polite and saying, hey, this is the facts. Take it how you want. Exactly. Exactly. And no, it, it's Robbie talking. It's, there's nobody else doing. <laughs> there's nobody else commenting. Perfect. It's Robbie doing that. Um, so, so yeah, that's you know, again, a, a long-winded answer to a question that is like, what is blood origins? And um, I think I'll I'll finish that rant by saying again, blood origins was built for the hunting community to communicate who you are and what you do to the non-hunting community. And I just happen to be the guy who puts his shoulder behind the stone every day. And there is no days off, Mackenzie. There is yeah. no weekends. It's, <laughs> For sure. it, it is nonstop every day. And that's all. That's that's my job. And, that, and that's what Blood Origins is. Sweet. So what, Um, can, let's dive into, I guess, I didn't really text you this question, but what projects? Do you have some projects we can kind of mm, highlight? Mm. Yeah, so we've done some great conservation projects. Um, our model, our, our conservation project model is a very direct model. It's, it's almost, it, it does mirror the Kuyu direct conservation model. We loved what Brendan did at Kuyu and um, we just wanted to emulate it essentially. And so we find projects all around the world um, and we fund them and then we storytell the heck out of them. And that's the key. We, you have to storytell because we, we typically are very good at conservation. We're terrible at storytelling. Yeah, for sure. And so we did a couple of good projects last year. So when we talk about projects, we talk about direct implementation projects that are like tangible on the ground projects. Like you could buy collars. We haven't done any of those yet. Um, or buying water systems or anything like that. But we also talk about documentaries being our projects because to us, that's a project showcasing a, an element of hunting. So last year we... Uh, completed the uh, Sun Project, which was feeding uh, a state-run hostel in Pearson, the Eastern Cape. Uh, yep. COVID obviously smacked everyone down there. There weren't hunters coming. The only hunters that were attending were coming to the outfit were meat hunters, so there was hardly any meat left to go to the schools. So we stepped up and we we paid for a couple of animals that could go to the school, and we and we filmed that. And that was called yeah. the Sun Project, and you can find that on Facebook or YouTube. Um, it's a phenomenal little film. It's like three and a half minutes, completely out of the box filming that that the hunting community traditionally used to. Yeah. Um, we then we did another project in the Eastern Cape called Everyone Deserves to Play, in which we partnered with John X Safaris, um, and the Sun Project we partnered with Sun Africa Safaris. Um, with John X, the Everyone Deserves to Play project was building a soccer field. Uh, for the school that they are connected with. Um, raised the money in three weeks, constructed it in four weeks, and this was all happening at like the height of COVID. It was amazing. Um, and we filmed it, and the film is called Everyone Deserves to Play. You can check that on, out on YouTube as well. Um, it's a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant piece of uh, documentary work. I really love that film. Cool. Yeah, I like um, that one as well. So we've actually got a couple of projects on the horizon. Um, we're currently filming a documentary in, I've actually got cameraman on the ground in Utah right now, nice. filming a line, a mountain lion documentary, um, which is going to be targeting, targeted specifically, we're building the film for non-hunters. And it's all going to, it's all about the, we're calling it lion heart, 
with the sort of play on the word um, for representing the dog and the dog's heart for, for what it does, which is lion hunting. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got that documentary rolling right now. We've got another documentary called Success Untold, which we will air uh, in the February timeframe. Okay. And then we've got uh, two or three conservation projects that we want to fund in 2022. And we're looking for um, sort of people to help leverage some of the projects. So we want to we want to do a grassroots fundraising level um, for each of these projects in which if you, for instance, so the first project is in New Zealand. Um, New Zealand has a lot of invasive species, stoats and rats and mice and whatnot. And so they have uh, these these A20 or A40 traps uh, that they they sort of put on on watersheds uh, in riparian areas. They go in and they take out um, all of these invasive sort of carnivores that hit the kiwis and hit the the fios, which are their native blue duck. It's sort of it's their um, national it's their national bird. Okay. And so great project. Each trap costs about $150. And so we want to try and buy 500 traps in 2022. And so we're hoping we can fundraise grassroots through our community, 250 traps, and hopefully find someone who would come in and pay for the other 250 traps. Okay. Um, we've got a project with the state of Arkansas that we want to collar a bunch of black bears. Um, those are going to be your typical, um, you know, three thousand bucks a collar. We need ten thousand collars. Uh, ten thousand. We need ten collars. Yeah. No. You're... Uh, what else? What? Um, I got a question. Why? Why pick Arkansas? Like, how do you pick these places? Like, if you don't mind me asking, like, or is we it... don't. It's like we just find projects. We, okay. we hear about projects, and so if anybody's listening to this and has a great conservation project that they want to undertake. Um, reach out to us. Uh, we're always interested. We just want to be able to do good things that are actionable, that we can see and show people what's happening on the ground, and then we can obviously storytell the heck out of it. Yeah, for sure. Okay, that's what I was wondering. I just didn't know how you came about these projects, whether they were, you know, ones that you found somewhere else or got, from, you know, I just wanted to know how you came up with those. And I think a lot of people would like to know too, just because a lot of people like to know how places like people like to know where their money goes, you know, when they donate it, Mm -hmm. but they also like to know how these things are found. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's a, you know, a good segue. So, you know, it takes a lot of time and effort to find these projects. They don't just, you know, they don't just appear. So we have a a conservation club that uh, hopefully we can convince Hunter's Hub to join. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is really Here's your pitch. For... Here's your pitch right now. Here's your sales exactly. point. <laughs> exactly. That is built for brands and organizations and outfits that um, that is very, very simple. And it's really saying, Robbie, we love what you do at Blood Origins. We want you to continue to do it. Um, so we stand next to you and we want to support you. And that's a monetary support. And it's it's simply putting your money where your mouth is. And um, we have different tiers from 50 bucks a month all the way up to a thousand bucks a month. And brands come on board and say, um, yeah, we support you. Now, yeah, we, we will give them a shout out. We'll, give, we'll do a little bit of indirect marketing uh, because we just want to thank you, really. Uh, but that's to stand true to who we are and our reputation and being as, you know, belonging to everyone the conservation club isn't a marketing tool. 
the conservation club is is merely a we stand behind you we stand next to you we want you to keep doing what you're doing and do it even more in the future okay how is that pitch that's a good one that's a good one that's a good pitch (laughs) (laughs) Um, you're you're taking company so um if you know obviously companies can do it can i know you have like your giving program i'm a part of that but like if someone like let's just say someone else wants to do more than just the giving thing can they come in and do this thing as well or do absolutely. you just do that okay. absolutely because because that to them to us the giving program the supporters program is um our other way of of base fund revenue generating and all we ask is people to donate the cost of a cup of coffee a month and they get entered into a sweepstakes every month uh to win a number of different items Cool. A lot of people say to me, they say, no, nah, we just want to support you, which is great. Obviously, we want that. But we know that a lot of people are interested in being in the running to win a bunch of stuff for what they donate. Yeah. Um, so that's what the supporters program is. The Conservation Club really is the supporters program, but for brands and outfits and organizations. But they don't expect anything in return. For sure. All they're yep. getting in return is the knowledge that we're pushing harder because of them. We're doing more because of them. And to the conservation projects we were talking about, it allows us to find those conservation projects. It allows us to vet those conservation projects. It allows us to interact with them, figure out the plan, put a fundraising campaign in place to then raise the money, implement the project story, fill the heck out of them. Okay. So, um, We've got another project in Zim. Um, I know that there's a, there's a place in Zim that's trying to rewild about 30,000 hectares right now and are, are needing anti-poaching help. Um, so I think we've got, he needs 12 scouts at 2,000 bucks a scout. So we'll put that up on a, on a giving page as well. Okay. Um, and then the other project, the last project I have really isn't a conservation project. I don't know what to call it. Again, speaking to the whole like evolution of Blood Origins, I want to build a, a funding campaign to to purchase billboards. Okay. That's that have a positive hunting message on them. There's gotcha. billboards everywhere with anti-hunting sentiments. You know, yeah. country hunters kill bears, and you know. Yeah. Uh, what is the other one? Hunters put the con in conservation. Yeah, yeah. Um, you posted. So you made a have... post about that recently, right? You made that's a post right. showing those. Okay, yeah, that's right. And so I'm like, why can't we do our, our own? Why don't we put up a board that just has like 14.1 billion dollars returned to conservation because of hunters? And there's a picture of a dad and his daughter walking down a, a forest road in camera. Yeah. Simple, subtle, respectful. But put it on the highway, you know, leading into Los Angeles. Hundred thousand people, two hundred thousand people, a million people see it every day. Yep. Now we're talking. Yeah, exactly. So those are the things, uh, and I'm sure you know more things will crop up between now and and as we enter into 2022. And as I said, if anybody out there listening to this has um, a conservation project that they want to get involved in. Um, they have a an idea for a documentary that they think would be a good documentary. Yeah, reach out to us, man. DM us, email uh, email us at info at bloodorigins.com. Email me, Robbie, at bloodorigins.com. We just want to hear from you. 
Yeah, for sure. So um, when it comes to, I'm looking at these questions here, like obviously like we're kind of into the segue and into how do people, you know, how do people join and whatnot? Is there any other ways? Um, are you ever looking for, I know, like, obviously, like you said, you don't want to staff. Are you guys ever looking for volunteers for things? Like, how does that go? Uh, I will say this. We are. We are. It's difficult. If someone wants to volunteer with Blood Origins. Yeah. Um, one of the ways that you can volunteer is. You, you may have, I, I've heard people say from a nonprofit perspective, what people can donate to you is time, talent, and treasure. Yeah. And so if you don't have treasure, if, there's a diff- if you want to do something else, you can donate your time and your talent to us. Yeah. How do they do that? People, if you are a graphic artist, if you are a marketing genius, if you are... Uh, name the discipline that would help a nonprofit like ours, like an accountant. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you are, you know, a lawyer and you want to say, hey, I'm a lawyer, I'm a nonprofit lawyer, I'd, I'd like to offer my services pro bono to you guys. Or an accountant, hey, I want you, I want to be a pro bono accountant to you guys. Okay. That's amazing. You know, those are the kinds of things. Um, you know, the, the, the classic volunteer, we haven't really gotten into that world yet. And I don't think we ever will, Mackenzie, to be honest. Um, the only way that a volunteer around the world, not in America, because we haven't really got there yet. Um, so we've started these things called Blood Origins Affiliates. We've got one in Australia. We've got one in Finland, Spain, South Africa, Namibia. And we've just kicked one off in Canada. And what okay. these affiliates are is a Blood Origins Facebook work group. Okay. If anybody's listening to this that lives in Canada, just type in Blood Origins Canada on in Facebook and you'll be able to find the work group and you can uh, be you can ask to join. And really the way the reason why it's a private work group is because we want to have very respectful um, deep diving conversations in these affiliates. We want to be able to discuss a topic that is happening in, in those specific areas. And then and to be and then them to be armed with information to be pushed out into their respective communities. Gotcha. These okay. are, these, are, these affiliates also operate as almost like a a bucket that you just you can throw content into the bucket, and they okay. can pick up the stuff that's in the bucket and and distribute it to their own buckets so their own communities on Facebook. That makes sense. Okay. That yeah. Okay. That way that people aren't going to donate their physical time with you guys like you know i'm not gonna go out there and move Correct. a shovel for you but i could you know like let's just say i'm a, a graphic designer i could help you guys create graphics or if a video editor you know and he's you know does really good and wants to help you guys out by doing like a small clip or whatever someone can reach out to you that way and help that way 100 percent. Okay. like for instance the guy that designed the uniforms for the kids soccer um bibs Okay. That created the, the 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 Kaiser Chiefs and the Pirates and the Giraffes and the Zebras. He was out of the UK and he was a graphic artist. Oh, that's cool. And he said, "I want to do that for you." That's what. Like, cool. Oh, that'd be awesome. So, if people have talents and they want to help out, by all means, get a hold of Robbie. And um, like he said, if you want, I think he's emphasized if there's any accountants on here, get a hold of him. I think that was the main. Yeah, like, because I'm a scientist, man. Like yeah. I'm not a, I, you know, money. I, 
I never, you know, I've never taken, I'll be honest, I've never taken a single accounting class in my life. Me neither. Never, so. had, to, never had to, but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, like if anyone's an accountant that wants to help a nonprofit, <laughs> get a hold of Robbie. He's, I think he's asking for one right now. Um, what other, like, what other things do you want people to know about you guys? Cause, I mean, you gave a pretty good cliff notes about what Blood Origin yeah. is. Um, is there, like, trying to think of what's so describe like kind of i guess for people that want to know what's um going on with um uh your monthly giving like what are some of the prizes that are coming up let's let's showcase that real quick for everybody when is this podcast going to drop uh i can drop it tomorrow if you want let's drop it tomorrow because the reason you need to drop it tomorrow is that somebody and here's again time talent and treasure somebody (laughs) reached out to us from canada okay and they said we love what you do we want to give you a bear hunt. Oh, cool. I was like, okay, cool. And he goes, I want you to draw it on Christmas Eve. Okay. So the next 12 days. Yeah. 14 days. We've got two yep. weeks. Yep. And it's only going to be eligible for people who are brand new supporters between now and Christmas Eve. Okay, cool. Yeah. Let's so it could be one person. Problem. Or a hundred people. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so your odds. It's bloody good really odds. Great. It's bloody good odds. Yep. That you know that you could win a bear hunt to in uh, in Manitoba. Well, that'd be awesome. So yeah, that's uh, so that's kind of thing that we have. We just you know we have a bunch of hunts as well in there. We have kennels. We have you know coffee. Um, we have discount codes from a bunch of different people. Um, we have just a whole slew we've got about 60 different things we've got knives we've got um, leather goods I'm struggling now because it's just like you have a brain that have and if you can go on our website and you can see all of the logos of all the people that uh, that are engaged in our supporters program Okay. Um, we've got apparel a bunch of apparel a bunch of gift cards there we've got a bunch of broadhead companies we've got arrows we've got vort we've got a, a vortex um coal companies i think that covers oh we got art we got people who give us art we got people who um are in the sort of meat production game and they put you a little hamper of of of, of steak goodies and chicken That's goodies cool. and stuff like that and uh, bipods, Spartan Precision. Um, yeah, we got a bunch of stuff. In cool. There. So, but if anyone signs up between now, to, which is Friday the 9th, whatever day tomorrow yeah. is, anyone that the signs 10th. up the 10th, yeah, sorry, today's the 9th. Anyone that signs up between the 10th and when do you cut it off? Do you cut, cut it off uh, what time on Christmas Eve? Um, I'm thinking 5 p.m. Central. Okay. On Christmas Eve. So between now and 5 p.m. Central, Christmas Eve gets intertwined a bear hunt. A bear hunt in Manitoba. Cool. Well, that's awesome. I mean, yeah, we'll definitely we'll get this post up tomorrow on the 10th. So once when it's live, everyone can see it. <laughs> well, and I now you got me all back in my brain timing. about the day. <laughs> I'm like, what day is it? Um, cool. But yeah, well, I mean, that was a. I appreciate you hopping on and giving us a good breakdown of what Blood Origin is. I really appreciate the time, Robbie. Um, is there any? Uh, let's finish off again. I know you've mentioned it during the podcast. Let's. How can people follow you, find you, and reach you? <clears throat> Super easy. Blood Origins. Uh, on any platform just type us in you'll find us uh blood origins on youtube blood origins in google 
um, you won't miss us. So um, yeah, DM us, engage with us, share our content, uh, because really it's not our content, it's the hunting community's content that just needs to be to be shared as far and as wide as we possibly can. Perfect. Cool. Well, I appreciate it, Robbie. And like I said, everyone, if you become a member now uh, into his, the monthly giving stuff with Robbie, you'll be entered to win a bear hunt. Um, so go get on that. And also there's a lot of other cool goodies available. And also it's a good good cause. So you're helping out and it's a win-win for everybody. And uh, Robbie, we really appreciate you hopping on and look forward to doing another podcast with you. And uh, we'll have to get on a call and talk about some of the other stuff. Yeah, for sure. Thanks, Mackenzie. Perfect. Thanks, Robbie. Appreciate it.